God bless you, Rock Church. Happy Sunday. I want to welcome you to church. My name is Travis. I'm one of the pastors here at The Rock, and we got a great day in store for you. But I want to say Happy New Year. This is officially the very first Sunday of 2022. It's so weird to say that. But I know we all want to start out the right way, and so I'm glad you joined us. Uh, what better way to start our year than saying, Lord, I'm going to come to church, I'm going to get your word, I'm going to be encouraged and meet you, and hopefully you meet me. That's the plan. Uh, I want to invite you to come back next week, though, because we're starting a brand new series entitled The New Normal. Everybody say that with me. The new normal. And, and if you're like me, I can use some normal in my life because of all the unusual that we've been through. And our senior pastor, my pastor, Miles McPherson, is going to be leading that for us. But today, um, I want to bring you a New Year's type of message. And I say kind of a New Year's message uh, because normally the New Year's message, the first message of the, of, the, of, of the year is all about hitting reset or restart. It's, the, it's the, the, the word or the message that you want to get about starting over or how it's going to be a fresh beginning and, and God's going to breathe new wind in our, in our sails. And normally the, the goal for the new year is to put all of the uh, uh, garbage, I'll say garbage behind us from this past year, the distractions, the, the clutter, the disappointments from the prior year behind us and then try or aim to get better in this new year, to be better spiritually, to be better physically, better emotionally, or better relationally. I think we can all agree that that's a good goal. But uh, while the whole world is thinking about how they're going to get better and change in the new year, my encouragement for us today is to focus instead more on how God will remain the same. So no matter what happens in the, this new year, whether it gets good or it's bad or things go in a direction you don't like, we can hold tight to the fact that we serve a God that never wavers. He never changes. He, he never uh, goes back on old habits. He doesn't have old habits. He only has one perfect way. He never gets lazy. He never de decides that he's going to, ah, I, I liked him, but now I like it. No, no, no. His plans are perfect. His ways are perfect. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And so it's not new year, new me. And I've given that message and that's a good message. And it's not even new year, new things. I gave that message last year on new year's, but today it's new year, same God, new year, same faithfulness, new year, same grace. That's the message that I want to bring to you today. And maybe the best way to draw near and discover a God who never changes his steadfast is to lean into his perfect word that never changes and is steadfast. Why don't you join me in prayer as we get ready to dive deep into God's word and unpack what it looks like to live a life built on God's word. Jesus, thank you for uh, this time today. Thank you for the opportunity to unpack your word and to lean into your scriptures. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would go across the, 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 the screen and go across into homes and wherever people are joining us and watching this at a later day or time the New Year's, I pray that they would be blessed and they would anchor themselves in your word. We pray that together in Jesus' name, amen. Well, uh, my daughter, her name is Anaya. She's now six and, and uh, she learned a couple of years ago some of these little nursery rhymes and she was using them to pick things out in her life. 
And, and one of them that she, she clung to was engine, engine number nine going down Chicago line. If the train goes off the track, do you want your money back? And, and you can say no or you can say yes. But basically, they're using this game, my daughter, and now she's teaching my son Levi, who's four, hey, this is how we pick what drink we want. This is how we decide between juice or chocolate milk, water or punch. Engine, engine number nine going down Chicago line. If the train falls off the track, do you want your money back? And, and it's kind of a game for them, but they're using this to make some pretty big decisions in their life. And what are they going to wear today? And it's super random. It's super random. And not only is it random and a game, but if they don't like where the, the engine is landing, if number nine is landing on chocolate milk and she decides, now I kind of wanted water the whole time, they'll just change the rules. This... This uh, 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 engine, engine number nine, wherever they want to go, they'll just change the rules. It's, it's super random. And they've been using this as a compass for their life. I know they're four, I know they're six, but it's, it's the way they've been living life, having fun. Unfortunately, in 2021 and years prior to today, many of us have been living and deciding the big things in our life with the engine, engine number nine mentality. It's completely random. Let me just pick this one based on how I feel. And today I'm going to go this way and because that's, I don't know, I just, one of my friends did it, so I'm going to go that way. And engine, engine number nine, sure, I'm going to go this direction with my money or this direction with my relationships. Completely random, but you and I know that we cannot be successful, come on, in 2022 living a random life. You can't do that. You can't build a successful life. Living random. And that's why I want to challenge you with this idea today that the only life worth building in 2022 is a life that's built on the word of God. Maybe you write that down and, and just put that thing, put that as a bumper sticker for your year. The only life worth building starting today in 2022 is a life that's built on the word of God. If you want to put your life together in 2022, do, do it on, on God's word. If you want to have a breakthrough year because you've just been waiting for a breakthrough, put it on the words of Jesus Christ himself. If you want to see this year become the best year ever, the best year you can imagine, put it on the solid rock. There's a, a, a story, really a, 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 a group of verses that come out of the Sermon on the Mount and it's Jesus' most famous sermon. And he goes up to, uh, uh, in front of a group of followers and disciples and interested crowd people and he gets up on a hillside and he delivers his, his most famous message, the Sermon on the Mount. And he has been teaching about uh, adultery and divorce. He's been teaching about prayer and, and how we should not judge others. And he's been teaching about uh, not worrying and don't be anxious. And he teaches all these ways that we should be living our lives. And at the very end, he comes to Matthew chapter 7, and I'm going to read verses 24 to 27 where he teaches us on what we should do with what he just said. This is Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. Jesus says, therefore, if anyone who hears these words, the Sermon on the Mount, I just gave it to you about how you should live your life, how you're going to be successful in 2022, and don't be anxious, and, and, and honor, honor your spouse, and and, and ask, seek, and knock, and believe the door shall be open. If you, you heard all of this, therefore everyone who has heard these words of mine and then puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, 
the winds blew and beat against that house. And, and how many know that in the past year or two years or three years or five years or maybe just this past few weeks, I know, I know that I know that people have been experiencing some streams rising, some rain pouring physically and spiritually and emotionally and mentally. You just feel like the winds have been coming against your house. But God says, when you put them into practice, these words that I've just told you, you're like a wise man who built his house on the rock. That way when the rain comes and the streams rose and the winds blow and beat against that house, yet it did not fall. It won't fall because it had its foundation, come on, on the rock. In verse 26, but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man. Everybody say foolish man. Foolish man. Foolish woman who built his house on the sand. The rain came down. The same streams rose. The same winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell with a great crash. Why? Because it was built on sand. Now there's an old hymn that was written in 1834. And, and you, you know the hymn. And it starts by saying, my hope is built on nothing less. On Christ's solid rock I stand, all other ground, you know this, is sinking sand. Um, here's what sand looks like in our life. Sand looks like putting our trust, our hope in this new year on your money. Your money is like sand. It's here one day, the bank account's full, the next day it's gone. It's sand. Uh, in 2022, sand looks like putting all my hopes and dreams on this new job or the job that you're believing you're going to get. Man, if I could just get this job, oh, it would just be amazing. In fact, that's come, oh, it's almost, sand is like a false heaven. Once I get this and I build my life on this, it's all going to be better. But God's word says, no, 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 no. Build your life on the rock. The words that I just shared with you, build it on that. Don't build it on sand. Sand is like putting your life on, on finances and, and, and trying to establish yourself in all, all, all the things that are about your job and trying to build your life on the economy, trusting that if the economy gets better, and come on, Jesus, if the, if the gas prices would just go down, man, my life's going to be okay in 2022, but it's not. That's just sand. You don't build your life on education. You don't build your life on family. You can't even build your life on your marriage. I love my spouse, but my spouse was not built to be a solid rock and foundation for all the weight that I carry. It will not make it. It will not be a firm foundation. It's sand. Or how about the news? The news is like a sand castle. Come on, Rock Church. The news, the media is like a sand castle. This way, that way, the winds come and it's just going to sink. It's going to crash. You can't build your life on those things. The last two years already proved it. A life built on God's word is the only life worth building in 2022. Today I want to give you four steps to build your life on God's word. Four, four steps. I want you to almost follow this like a like a like a. A pattern, step one, two, three, and four. Uh, four steps to build your life on God's word. Write this first one down. Number one, I'm going to build my life on God's word. Number one, I must acquire its truths. I must acquire its truths. That means you've got to read it. You actually got to read God's word. It's not going to just hit you and you got it. No, you've got to open this thing up, open up God's word. I must acquire its truths. And, and here's what... The truth of God says in Romans 10, verse 17, consequently, faith comes by hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. 
So it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. You build your faith and establish a faithful life by hearing this word. See, God's always, always speaking. God's always speaking through his word. Now, this is how he speaks most often. I want you to get, get this because God's always speaking. Most often he's speaking through his word. Does that mean he doesn't speak other ways? No, he does. Does he speak in visions? Absolutely. Does God speak in dreams? 100%. Does God speak through a sermon? Absolutely. Does God speak through a friend? All the time. Most often, God speaks through his word. God's always speaking. You and I just aren't always listening. God's always speaking. And he's always speaking through his word. And I hear people all the time say, well, the Bible's so big, or I'm new to the faith. I don't know where to start. I'm just so busy. Uh, there's this um, pastor who uh, put out this challenge a couple years ago called the shred. And this, the shred is sort of a, a friendly competition to read through the whole Bible in 30 days. The shred, literally shredding through the scriptures. I'm like, can I get the peel? Because I don't think I can shred anything, man. That's a lot of scripture. Uh, put me down for the peel. Just little, little by little. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a good word for some people because it, it, the word is something that we need to, 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 to devour slowly. And often we think that the Bible is something that we have to complete and, and instead of something that we need to eat. It's not something to complete. It's something that we should eat, something that we should devour slowly. One inspired word at a time, just taking God's word and allowing it to impact and sink and meditate on our minds and hearts. My, my wife, when we first started dating, Vanessa uh, laughed at me the way I, I would eat because I like to get my food and imagine you have your, I don't know, the, the leftovers from the holidays and you're making your plate and you got a bunch of random stuff. I like an equal amount of everything. And I also like to eat one bite here. Let me get some of that over here. And I'll just rotate. And that's how I've been eating as long as I can remember. And my wife and I started dating. She sat there with her mouth just like, what in the world are you doing? And if I ran out of one thing, I would kind of wait. But like, I need to get some more of this because I want to complete it. I don't want to just, ah, and just shovel that thing down my, down my mouth. No, no, no. It's not something to hurry up and complete. It's something to eat, to, to devour slowly, to, to enjoy the meal. And you and I should do the same thing with God's word. Let it marinate in your soul. Let it sit in your spirit. Take time. Sometimes it's just one bite, one verse a day. Sometimes it's just two bites. It's two verses a day. Or maybe it is a chapter a week, whatever it is. We have to acquire God's truths. In 2022, put your life on the solid rock. But first you have to acquire his truths. That's step one. Here's step two. If I'm going to build my life on God's word, first we're going to acquire its truths. We're going to read it. Number two, I must accept its authority. That's a big one. I must accept its authority. That means I have to believe it. You have to believe it. It's one thing to read it. It's another thing to believe it. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, it says, And we also thank God continually because when you received the word of God, you read it, step one, which you heard from us, Watch this, you accepted it, but not as human word, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe. Okay, I want you to consider with me that human words, we call that advice. God's word, we call that the answer. Human words, that's advice. God's word, that's the answer. When, when I was um, in high school, 
the teachers would allow us to have these three by five cards. And I, I remember taking the three by five card and you were allowed to put as many answers or a study guide or whatever review you had done on the three by five card. You remember those days? Yeah, come on. I don't know if they still do that in high school, but I remember getting the three by five card and I would get the, the biggest three by five card because not all three by five cards were equal. <laughs> come on, somebody. And I would get the mechanical pencil, the biggest three by five card. That doesn't even make sense, but I'm just telling you, some of them look bigger than others. And I'd get a mechanical pencil, the, the little finest, little skinny, skinny, mini little pencil. And I would write down all of the answers on the three by five card. I would write down all of the, the review that I had been doing on the three by five card. I did the smallest handwriting I could find. And did you know, I felt so confident going into that test. You want to know why? Because I had all the answers. Um, I want all the answers for us. I want all the answers for you in this new year. In 2022, I want you to go into this new year saying, man, I'm so confident in who God's called me to be and, and the way that I'm living my life because I've got the answers. Life is hard enough on its own. And some of us insist on taking the advice of man instead of the authority and the answers of God. You want to build your life on sand and the media and, and, and finances and this relationship and that thing and this thing and this person. You know, God's saying, I'm inviting you to build your life on the solid rock, God's word. God's word isn't advice. God's word is the answer. But if you treat it like advice, you may never fully accept God's word as its authority and therefore never receive the full blessing. Because in this blessing, there's wisdom, there's encouragement, there's direction, there's power, and there's blessings, but you have to accept its authority. And the only thing worth building in 2022 about your life is, is gonna be built on this word. Here's number three. If you're gonna build your life on God's word this year, number three, I must apply its principles. I must apply its principles. So number one, we're, we're gonna... We're going to acquire its truths. Number two, we're going to accept its authority. And number three, I must apply its principles. That means I got to live it. <laughs> that means I actually have to do what it says. Uh, James chapter 1, verse 22 to 24 says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Uh-oh, do what it says. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Let me, just, let me just look at the mirror. I'm looking fresh and I walk away. What did I look like? I don't remember because I, I, I looked away and, and God's word is saying that, that's what you're like. When you read the word, but you don't do the word. It's like you looked at yourself in the mirror, man, I'm looking fresh, I got my black shirt, I got my kind of cream colored pants and I got my white vans and I agreed on the outfit from head to toe. I agree, we're all right. We walk away and the second I turn, I don't remember if I'm even wearing clothes. God's word says that's what you're like when you read his word but you don't put it into action. You don't actually apply God's word. It's saying we gotta actually do it. If you, if you listen and don't put it into practice, you'll eventually forget it. You'll be like the person who keeps building his house on sand. On money, media, education, just fill in the blanks what your sand is. That's what it's like. Um, I, I have uh, Bibles I brought with me today. This is just a handful of the Bibles that I have in my house. But I've, I've decided that I need Bibles everywhere. I, I need 
I need all kinds of different Bibles. I even got a pink Bible. It's my wife's Bible. It stands uh, or it sits on her nightstand. I have uh, a Spanish Bible because I've been trying to learn Spanish and, 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 and the Holy Spirit isn't just downloading that into my mind. So I'm still working on that. Um, gracias a Dios. I got that one. Praise God. Thank God. But I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I don't just read God's word and believe God's word, but I also apply God's word. And so I've got Bibles all over. I got them in the bedroom. Uh, we have them on the nightstand. We have Bibles in the garage. We have Bibles in the office. I have a Bible in my car. There's a Bible in my wife's car. I, I have the Bible on my phone, the, the Bible app. The, the bottom line is I have Bibles everywhere. Why? Because I'm not that holy. I'm that human. I will forget to do what God's word says. Whether I'm a pastor or a follower of Jesus or I'm just starting to get into this stuff or you're just discovering who God is, you gotta have these things everywhere. You gotta have God's word not only in your heart, on your mind, but you have to have it in your life. You gotta actually do it. You have to apply it. You have to do what it says. I can't afford not to apply the principles of God's word. I can't afford to not do it. And You gotta actually put it in your heart and then do it. It's, it's, it's not... God's word is not a crock pot. You can't set it and forget it. It's not two minute rice. You gotta do what it says. You have to apply it. If the word of God says, be still and know that I'm God, you need to practice being still and knowing that he's God and not you. If God's word, when you read it and you open up the pages, says to love God is to obey God, then you need to practice obeying God. If his word says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry, the next time you have an argument, you need to apply God's word and say, I'm going to be quick to listen to him, quick to listen to her. I'm not going to be the first to talk, and I'm going to be slow to get angry. I'm not just going to read it. I believe that's a good idea. I'm actually going to apply it. It's the year 2022. It's about time, church, to get it right. Make this the best year of your life, and the only life that's the best life. And the only life that's worth living in 2022 is a life that is built on God's word. Here's the fourth point. Here's my last point. If I'm going to build my life on God's word, and that's the only life worth living this year, I must administer its potential. That's kind of fancy for just saying we got to share it. I, I'm going to acquire its truth. I'm going to accept its authority. I'm going to apply its principles. And then I'm going to administer its potential. I got to share it. It's not okay just to have it and not do anything with it and tell nobody about it. If you went to the best restaurant in the world, you tell somebody. If you had the best shirt that you just, it just came in the mail, you ordered it and it fits so nice, ooh, you would tell somebody about it. If you drove this new car and it was amazing and it was, there was a discount and there was a, a voucher for $10,000 off, you would tell somebody about it. So why haven't you told anybody about God's word? This is going to be the, the way to have the best life in 2022. I got to administer its potential. Romans 10, 14 through 15 says, how then can the world call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone, that's you, not always me, that's you, preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. You see, after you become a word of God builder for your foundation, God invites you and me to become a word of God bringer 
to establish somebody else's foundation. That's called discipleship. It's called multiplication. It's how we have church growth. It changes the world. I brought these Bibles with me, and, and this is kind of the one I always use when, I, when I'm preaching um, because it was given to me by my wife. Uh, it says, to my best friend from Vanessa, it was on my birthday in 2009, and at the time we were, we were still uh, dating, and so this one's kind of beat up and been through some, some wars, but I, I keep it with me. Uh, and I brought this stack of Bibles, one so I can show you kind of what it looks like around my life. I, I need to build my life this way, but so often... Our life is a vessel waiting to be saturated with God's ways or the world's ways, with the solid rock or the sand of the world. And so when we begin to say, okay, this year, 2022, I'm really going to establish my life on God's word. The only life worth living is a life that's built on God's word. And so we begin to build my life with a little word. And so a lot of us go, okay, look at I'm doing it. But from the outside in, your neighbor goes, that's just water. You just put a little bit of stuff in it. It's not a whole lot of difference. And so a little bit of God's word is a good beginning. But if you're going to build your life, you've got to build your life on God's word. More word. There's more change. But, but, but God's word on Monday and God's word on Tuesday morning isn't always going to help you get through Wednesday evening and Thursday and Friday and the storm and the, the, the winds that blow against your spiritual house and spiritual mind and the, the house that is your family on the weekend. So I got to keep building my life. I got to keep building my life on God's word. I'm trying to establish a foundation for the new year. This is going to be the year of breakthrough for you. This is going to be the year of breakthrough for your spouse. But it starts by saying, I'm going to build my life on God's word. And every time I do that, I get more of God. I get more and more saturated with his words. My life is changing. My mind is changing. My money is changing. My future is changing. Everything around me is changing. Why? Because I've built my life on God's word. I'm completely saturated with who he is. I can't go left or right without thinking about his word because I've built everything on it. That's the way you're going to get breakthrough in 2022. It doesn't start with new year, new me, or new year, new things. It starts with new year, same God. New year, same word. Fill your life, build your life on the word of God. So when the world around you looks at you, and you've become now a word of God bringer, the world says, man, what is that? That does not look like the same thing as I saw last year. I mean, it was, it was okay, but this this is different, and you can go, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. I built my life with solid rock, all of the ground seeking sand. I'm going to build my life on Jesus. That's the invitation today, to say, Lord, I'm going to build my life on you and your word, because Jesus is the word that became flesh. So you, you probably need to meet him today for the first time. Or maybe because you're a church person who knows about church things and you know about God's word, just need to make a commitment and say, this is the year, this is the year, this is the year that I'm going to establish my life, everything about it, on God's word. Why don't you bow your head and pray with me 
Uh, Lord Jesus, we thank you today that we can declare that there is no one like you. You are the ruler and Lord of the universe. You're the ruler of the last year and you're the Lord over 2022. And we pray, our hope, our belief by faith is that if we establish our life on your word, that we cannot fail. We may not be able to get better in our weaknesses, but we thank you that in our weakness, your power is made perfect. So we look to you and your word. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the word that became flesh. And Lord, I know there's people there at home or people that are driving and pulling over or people that are watching at a later date, maybe they're ending up their work day and they need to make a decision right now to trust you like never before. And there's another group that needs to give their life to you and say, wow, I've never heard it this way before. I didn't realize there was a God that wants my whole life. I didn't realize there's a God that wants everything about me and my prayer right now is that they would make a decision to surrender everything. And so if that's you, as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, I want you to just to pray this prayer in the quiet of your heart. Just say, dear God, I admit that I'm a sinner. I admit that I've failed. I admit that I've messed up when I've done it on my own. But I believe that you died for my sins on the cross. And I believe that you love me. And I believe that only you have the power to make this year the best year ever. I confess you, Jesus, as Lord over all, Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, make me a new creation. Change everything about me. May I have a craving for your word. May I establish my life on the solid rock, the firm foundation that is your scriptures. Jesus, we thank you for all those decisions right now that said, yes, Lord. Uh, and so, Lord, I just bless them. I thank you for those decisions. I thank you for those families that have gathered, those individuals who are on their own just receiving your word today. Would you bless them and change them forever? In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody at home, everybody watching said amen, amen, and amen.